This ain't one of them times you can slide by what you say that you're gonna do. Put your money up, run that face, I'm just showing proof. You know the vibes, huh? Ain't got no ways up in my guys. I clown in the day, gone in the mind, yana. I've been on fire lately. Train my spirit, mind and body daily. Victory is sweet, that's the science, baby. It's only right we represent from Tampa to Tally. And keep the pressure on these eyes, they call you lacking. Till you flapping on the canvas and bombing your weaving. Unleashing the fury on your face while the audience screaming. Hope they got great seats or the pay per view. Let's get the breakdown from J, DJ, Q. You know the vibes. Ding, ding, and there's the bell. This is Boxing Vibes TV coming right back at you, giving you the best boxing analysis on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. We do this. Oh my gosh, it was an upset. But let me go ahead and introduce the crew. We got JD. You already know, 8-1 Trey all day. We got Q in the building. Yeah, 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 you got Q in the building. Yeah, and y'all see my name, it ain't even important. Let's go ahead and get to it. Uh, Pod quote of the day, JD, get to it. I, speaking of upset, man, Pod quote of the day is by none other than the young boy George Cambosos mm. Jr., mm. where immediately this morning, I'm talking about this morning, right? After the Early. fight, you know, he had his belts laid out in front of him, had his shades on and everything. And so they was asking, man, how do you feel? And George Cambosos simply said, Hey man, this is nothing. The vision is bigger than this. Hey, if if I could, I'd be training today. I'm with all the smoke. So y'all just know that's the power quote of the day by George Cambosos Jr. Spoken like a fire sharpened by the one great Manny Pacquiao. Uh huh. Wow. Right, sparring partners, right? Right, right. Oh, over, yeah. over 100 rounds. All right, man. So so let, let, oh one last housekeeping thing. One last thing. JD, Hey, man. JD, tell the people what to do. They already know, but tell them. Go ahead. Hey, and if you're down with the vibes, hit the notification bell and subscribe. Ding. All right. Uh, so we talked about this, right? Uh, I, I know, Q, you were more vocal about it, but I, I posed a question because it just seemed a little funny. It, and, and boxing, when things are off, is so, so little difference between elite fighters Great fighters, elite fighters, and any one thing doesn't matter. You have a bad night, it's a wrap. It's an upset. And uh, oh my gosh, did we not get an upset? Are you not entertained as entertainers say? Guys, go ahead. We, we had an upset. Um, great fight. Uh, potential fight of the year candidate. If I, I, I'll let you guys have it. JD, go ahead. You got the biggest smile on your face right now. <laughs> Hey, look, man, I, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to admit right now on our pod, just like uh, T.O. and his father, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect <laughs> that. <laughs> I did not expect that, man. I was of the mindset that I really did think, and I apologize, George Cambosos Jr., and to your whole team, brother, you are legit. We ain't know much about you, but, bro, you most definitely are a legit fighter. So I definitely was one of those people. I thought T.O. was going to get in there. Um, again, I didn't I didn't predict that a early knockout would transpire, but I thought it'd be something in the latter rounds, which we all saw that 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 knockdown late, but T.O. didn't get him out of there. But nonetheless, man, it was an excellent fight, man. Definitely a fight of the year candidate. I will say with T.O., um, we saw how T.O. came out first three rounds, guns blazing, trying to get uh, Cambosos out of there. And then somewhere around the fourth round, 
you saw the look on T.O.'s face where he realized that he was in with a real live dog, that he was in with a real live opponent. And not to mention, you know, was it the second round when he got knocked down to the canvas by Cambosa? First, it was the first round. The first round. Matter of fact, first round, right? So first round, I can only imagine the things that are going through the mind of a Tiafimo Lopez who's talked so much smack leading up to this fight, who talked so much about how quickly he was going to get the early round uh, stoppage, so much so that they talked about how many people have put money on, on the fight and, and, and on these betting lines that T.O. would get him out of there within the first six rounds. So it's been, it was so much hoopla about how quick T.O. was going to get him out of there, and it absolutely did not happen. So it, it's, it was a hell of a fight, man. Shout out to George Cambosos Jr., man. He now arrives, you know, on the map uh, in that lightweight division. It was a mandatory fight, you know, so it wasn't – so really – Cambosos got it the hard way. A lot of us lament how you got to navigate and work your way up rankings. You know, even we know of a couple of local fighters who are trying to navigate their way up rankings, right, to get get an opportunity. So, you know, salute to Cambosos for, for getting his, his, his stuff to that doorstep and then knocking that door open by, by taking all the belts from T.O. So, but but a hell of a fight, man. Excellent fight by, by Tiafimo Lopez and Cambosos. But Cambosos proved to be the better man. He proved to be the better man. Go ahead, Q. What you got? Man, it was an amazing, amazing. That was an amazing fight, bro. That's why I love boxing. That particular fight, you know what I'm saying? You know, and I did give Cambosos a shot. You know, we had to connect the with for last week. You know, do we give him a shot? And I said, most definitely, he's a formidable opponent. He had plenty of time to prepare for this. And um, I just feel like I don't really know, you know, I don't know if Teofimo slept on him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how much I want to buy into the weight because he didn't look weight drained to me. You know what I'm saying? He, he didn't look weight drained personally. Uh, I, I feel like, well, maybe he under, he did underestimate him, I think, if I had to guess. And I think he really tried to come make – Quick work out of him, go steamroll through him. You know what I'm saying? He really tried to get the first round knockout and was reckless. And just like Cambosa said, if he came like that, I'm going to catch him and clip him early. He caught him and he clipped him early. And once he did that, the world, I mean, it sucked the out of the room. You know what I'm saying? And um, still, I, I, in the back of my mind, I thought, okay, he caught him. He caught him. You know what I'm saying? Perfect punch. Uh, my man was landing. You know, he, and the announcer was just like, uh, the announcer was talking about how Tiafimo was catching him, was blasting him, and he caught him with that overhand right. You know what I'm saying? He went down, and it was it was quick rap for the rap for the round. And the crazy thing about it, when he went to his corner, this is what this is what you know. And I almost thought I didn't hear it, but I heard the announcers or somebody maybe say something about it. Now, um, Tiafimo Senior, whatever, his father, yeah, yeah that's pops, father slash trainer. He said some conflicting things that this you know. Had me confused, and I'm sure Tiafimo might have been confused. Um, he said, uh, he told him to calm down. You know what I'm saying? He told him to calm down. And then he said, get him out of here already. I'm like, well, damn, that's not the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Are you rushing? Do we do we take his time? And I just felt like he was looking for the big punch for the, for the, for the latter part of the fight while my man was putting it together. You know, he was fighting off that back foot. He was fighting off the back foot. 
and he was the he was still the more aggressive fighter. He was fighting on the back foot to, to to keep the distance and the time. You know what I'm saying? He was timing him. He was throwing a he was throwing a double jab or either like a power jab and a, and, a, and a, like a uh, what you call it? He was catching him with that check hook, and yeah. then he was setting up that overhand right with that with, with those two punches. And you know he was setting up that big overhand right just to keep him honest. You know what I'm saying? That's the same punch that he got knocked down with. So and, and it was just amazing, man. And um, I just felt like Tiafimo was looking. He was relying on power for the for for the larger part of the night instead of boxing. You know what I'm saying? And it cost him dearly, man. It cost him dearly. And, and and the worst thing about this was to me, I feel like worse than a loss in, in the fight. I feel like he heard his image. You know, I already felt like he was very cocky. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt certain. You know, I, I spoke on it a couple of times. Um, but um, you know, I feel like he's an amazing talent, and I just feel like he didn't do himself any favors. With crying about the results of the fight, man, your face was all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you was beat. Like I and, and my man, like now, I felt like what what was the tenth round? Was the ninth or tenth round where he dropped? Where he dropped Cambosis? I like, man, I think he I, okay because he's dangerous the whole fight. He's the heavy. He's the heavier puncher. We talking about one punch. Um, he had he you know he was a stronger fighter. I just feel like he wasn't putting it together. And he wasn't really trying. He was trying to land, you know the the the. He wasn't he wasn't throwing combos like that. And part of it was because Cambosa was making him pay. You know what I'm saying? He was countering him. He was countering him. He was throwing punches in between his punches. He was mixing it up and it was very awkward, his style. And it was just like he fought a masterful fight. But I couldn't believe how he recovered. You know, Tiafimo sort of sold out once he had him hurt. And I believe, you know what I'm saying? He might have gassed himself out. And Cambosa came back. In the championship rounds, man, he did he he did his thing, you know, and it, it was amazing. Another thing I want to say, I don't know, you know, we got Jimmy Lennon Jr., we got uh, what my man, Jimmy Lennon Jr., we got Michael Buffer. Who is the white Rastafari with the dreads that's uh, that's on his own? Because he's like my favorite announcer, bro. That dude, he he that deal. Like I like the lead up to the fight, how both came out with the Sparta type deals going on. And it was just a lot of energy in it. Like he's like he really, I really, I don't know his name. I meant to Google it. So I want to shout him out. But whoever that guy is on the zone, that that's that's uh caught that's that's not the Michael Buffer, not the Jimmy Jimmy Lennon. I don't know what his name is, but he's the next guy. He and he's he, no, he, I like him a lot. He's been around for a minute. He's um he he's called some fights for HBO and a lot of different platforms. His name is um uh, David. I'm I'm cheating now. Hold on, let me see. David Diamante. But yeah, he's yeah, he, he's he's been around for a minute. Yeah, beast. Um, I like him a lot, man. I like him a lot. But yeah, don't fight. That's why I love boxing. I'm very happy. And I think that this will help. This will help boxing. You know what I'm saying? You know, we call this the diva division. You know what I'm saying? That's what we that's what we've been calling this division, the lightweight, because it's so deep. But you know, the fighters don't want to fight. We got Ryan Garcia calling him out now, which is crazy. I want to come back and fight him. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's calling him out, and um, I, I think he's 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 up for the test, man. I feel like he's up for the test, and that's pretty much what I got, man. I don't think I left anything out, but what you got, the moderator of the match? So I really want to hear your take, brother. Man, um, I text you guys when they were talking about um the pre-fight buildup, right? The ring walks and Tiafimo's coming out. Um, you know, for as cocky as Tiafimo was, and he has a lot of stuff going on outside of the ring. You saw that knockdown. When it, you said it took it, the air out of the room, it panicked T.O. Because um, 
unlike you know we watch all sports right we watch not all sports but we watch football basketball and when these players take the court they you know they they got their money you know what i'm saying the biggest thing to them is not whether they lose a basketball game it's an injury right um boxers not box is not like that you can um lose a fight and it can substantially hurt your earning power in the future with that being said Tio had a lot on this plate um, there ain't no guaranteed contracts. Ain't huh? no guaranteed ain't contract. No guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. Ain't no guaranteed contract. And when you're 24 years old, taking care of probably your whole entire family, and you spend 250k on training camp um, to make 135, and then you you openly say you have 20k left in your bank account. Um, you know, th- there was so many battles he was fighting in that ring, whether it was weight. Whether he, you know, instruction from his his corner, um, Cambosis, the that was the first time I've ever seen Tio lose confidence or panic. I shouldn't say he probably didn't lose confidence that he could win the fight, but I, that was the first time I've ever seen him panic, where he looked like, oh man, I can't lose. Usually he's like, looks like I'm gonna attack, I'm gonna win, and he looks significantly different from the. Lomachenko uh, Tio that we saw, which is a guy who came prepared to box a high-level boxing match. It looked like one guy was prepared for a high-level boxing match and one guy was prepared to steamroll somebody. And at the end of the day, you know, I, I used this movie uh, as a reference Attica where, you know, uh, the guy, they were racing uh, down in the ocean. One guy was genetically engineered, was supposed to win, and he beat him. And he said, um, how'd you win? I didn't save anything on the way back. I went all out. Well, you know, that works two ways, right? You go all out and your plan A doesn't work and you don't have a plan B, then you end up like T.O. Um, it was the first time I've ever seen T.O. not be able to um, adjust. And I think it was partly because he panicked. He, he This is a fight he knew he couldn't lose. Um, and you saw it in the post, uh, post-conference, uh, post um post-fight um, interview. He was embarrassed. He was stuttering. He was just rumbling, going on. And so, and he didn't really do himself any favors, but then that speaks to the something I'm going to get into, which kind of precipitated all this, which led up, you know, um, to, to, I believe the events that we saw, because I believe that that's not the best Tiafimo I've seen, right? Even, even if he were to lose that fight, I believe if Tio was at his best, he would have looked better losing that fight than what he did. Um, he needs a better team. Um, there's no way you let a fighter sit around for 13 months. And uh, and and, this, and 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 note to to the kids out there, um, don't ever believe the betting lines if you haven't seen a fighter for yourself. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Right, One thing right. I never do is bet on a fight if I haven't seen both fighters enough. So uh, to any of you betters that lost your money because y'all was blind betting, that's what your ass get. And but, his father huh? was bugging in the corner the whole time telling him that he was good. I'm like, bro, no. Yeah, no. yeah. It, it, his, father, his father gave him one good piece of advice, and I was talking about this with JD earlier. Um, one thing that really took me back, took me back, like I, I was expecting the CTO go you know, back to, Hey, no matter what, I'm a dog. So I got to get, I got to get this. I was expecting to pull for him to pull an, an elite fighter move like a Tyson Fury versus Otto Wallin. Like, 
hey, hey, you cut me, you hurt me, I'm better than you, we gonna bang and I'm gonna get you out of there. He never pressed him on the ropes and his father told him, hey, you're in trouble when you're on the outside. And whenever he backed Cambosis up, he never pinned him on the ropes and tried to go to war. He tried to do that one shot, lean in, big punch. And that was, that was unfortunate because I feel like Tio has so much more in the toolbox that um, he really left a, a stale performance in the 11th and 12th round. And it could have been because maybe he was killed himself to get to 135, re rehydrated. And even if you rehydrate, if you can't, if you're not a 135 pound fighter anymore, it's a wrap. And so I think just think he needs a better team. You got a guy you keep draining to get to 135. They've been talking about this for a year and a half to then fight a guy that you're not that familiar with in his weight class. And it's just the way T.O. closed the show against Lomachenko, he did the complete opposite against George Cambosis. So in the future, um, I, I, you know, I'm a still a big T.O. fan. He didn't, he, he, he was embarrassed by the loss and then he went on to embarrass himself. Um, especially when Cambosis asks, well, we can come do it in my backyard. Exactly. You know, exactly. That, when, that, when, that, when somebody really, says that and you feel like you won the fight, we'll prove it. it Say, okay, I'll go. That again. But, and you Cambosis know, is a lot bigger than uh, TF, uh, Lomachenko and he hit harder and it showed in all over his skin, his tissue. Well, well, but but see that 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 that's true. But I I don't think it was necessarily the punishment he was dishing. I, I think Tio just wasn't prepared. His corner wasn't prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't prepared you because and, you know Tio has better head movement than what he showed. Right? He didn't move. He didn't wasn't moving his head. He wasn't trying to counter punch. He wasn't trying to bully him. He stuck to the same game plan. Like there was one guy who had. 13 months to prepare for you. And there was another guy who just trained like he was about to knock you out. And when you, when you prepare, uh, how did Herm Edwards said a, a plan that can't be changed is not a good plan. And it seemed like he didn't have a change of plans. If something went wrong, I think, I don't think they even fathomed what just happened. They were like, there's no way you're too fast. And which in, in the opening bell, he looked fast, right? Tio looked faster. He was stronger. He, he, he was probably heavier. He's probably 145 pounds. He was a bigger man. I haven't seen anybody fight that well. Well, off the off the top, somebody fighting going backwards like that. Like, Cambosis was a beast on that back foot, man. It was crazy how aggressive he was fighting off the back foot. You know what I'm saying? Let me it ask you a question, crazy. Q. Sorry? Was it not easier for, for him to do it? Once Tio became one dimensional, once T once he knew Tio, what Tio was hey, gonna do, well, what I mean, you know, I'm on the speaking man. I don't, you know, I can't really go with, you know, it just. No, no, what I'm saying is, Tio didn't do anything else. Like Cambosis, he could sit back and work magic on his back foot because would, he knew right. what was coming. He knew what was coming, and now on Tio for not changing it up and preparing better. But I, I also believe that it took somebody to T.O. when he saw that Cambosis could take his power. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That took even a Sergio, out of him. Even Sergio right. Moore said in the middle of the fight, he was like, he saw T.O.'s body language and said, oh, he respects Cambosis now. Mm -hmm. So that just goes to show. I mean, and, and let's get it in perspective. T.O.'s 24 years old. 
he needs a better team. Um, and not to talk about not to talk about his father in any kind of way. It, it was just a lot of poor instruction. Um, and really, you need a better team to not put you in a situation. Q, hey, if hey. you and I saw this, like this ain't this ain't you know this ain't a good thing right now. Like what's going on is thirteen months you're inactive and you're taking this guy who has everything to gain. And how about that, did you did you see his father? Um, he was talking to uh what my man was while Wada told uh Rita Raheem whatever his name whatever show Rita Raheem on he sat down and they talked today and um. Uh, Shout shout to Rady Raheem uh, and Tiafimo Senior or whatever. I don't know his name, but either way it goes. He still was saying that um, everybody saw what happened. My son won a fight today. I'm sure he had a chance to go back and watch it if he's a real trainer. I mean, go back and see what, where you went wrong at or maybe not. You know what I'm saying? But that's what he said. He said, everybody saw what happened. I'm like, bro. This this ain't gonna get no better. Everybody not, not like this, you know. You can't be. Everybody saw what happened, and that's why they booed when Tio said he won the fight. Your home crowd booed you when you. And said he even you won said the fight. that they was booing. He thought they was booing Camp Cambosis. Oh, yeah, he yeah. said they was booing the results. I'm like, bro, yeah. they was booing your son. Yeah, because they, they weren't booing until Tio made that comment. I'm not sure I understand. Right. So exactly. Yeah, he yeah he don't he, he probably didn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got a question to pose to you guys. Um, so I, there was something that I didn't like, um, and I, I, it, I okay, I'll be honest. It pissed me off. It, it, it really did. Um, so I believe that night we didn't see the best T.O. Right, and I feel like Cambos is a guy that can be hit. Right, um, but then we see all of a sudden Ryan Garcia makes an appearance. Devin Haney makes an appearance and he has a fight with Jojo Diaz. Everybody's looking at Cambosa's like, oh, we can get results from him now. Even Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, and and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, so was T.O. really the boogeyman and you guys were just sitting on ice? Especially Ryan Garcia. That was the one that irked me the most. Well, Ryan Garcia, because Haney, Haney, him and Haney been going back. Yeah, yeah, him and Haney been going back and forth. But Ryan Garcia irked me the most. Like, what is all this just this renewed energy to go be um the king of the the 135 pound division like where did that come from hey, you think you think George Cambosis is an easy mark I, I would remind uh y'all is uh, hundreds hundreds of rounds or 100 plus rounds with Pacquiao so I mean he's probably seen it all but that's my question to you guys what do you think about all of a sudden now you know Everybody wants to fight for the belts and everybody's making this. But now we've seen this before, right? We've seen the Twitter fingers and the Instagram posts. But do you guys think this is like is is is, is going to ignite something? Or how, how do you guys feel about the new as uh, soon as they won? I, I, I didn't like either either reactions. I didn't like the fact that Devin Haney has a fight against a formidable opponent already looking past him talking about, hey, my friend, let's fight for the belts in the future. And then Ryan Garcia coming out of, you know, hiding to ask for a fight. So I, I'll let JD take it. He's been quiet for a minute. Go ahead, JD. What, what do you think? Uh, Straight up, man. I, I think personally, I mean, I, I expect nothing less. Because um, at the end of the day, we we keep hearing a lot of talk from all of these guys who are lightweights. All of them. All of them keep talking. But when it comes time to really get down and really make uh, a deal, nothing ever transpires. Even going back to T.O., 
part of Tio's issue probably was he was too busy yapping face to face with Devin Haney, having a full blowout that went viral with them two yapping, yapping, the dads getting all into it. And you look and you see what happens. I think I'm not surprised by it. I mean, I don't think anybody should be surprised by it. I, I take it with a grain of salt. Um, first off, because a lot of people forget Ken Bosos is the zone. So part of why the the bout between uh, Ken Bosos and T.O. meant a lot was because if T.O. wins, we end up getting the second fight with him and Lomachenko back on the top rank side. But then if Cambosos pulls the upset, now suddenly the zone has rights to Cambosos. They has all now, they have all the belts. Exactly. And they have all the belts. So that's why I looked at it from that whole and you're right. It could be they 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 feel like, all right, we at least know this about Cambosos. He don't punch as hard as T.O. Right? We at least know his his, his thudding power is not gonna crack us on that level, even if it be, if it becomes a boxing match. But I do think there is another layer where, hey, it's a no-brainer now. At this point, there's no rematch clause. Tio had no rematch clause, which he didn't want uh, it. He, he didn't, and he declined. He, he had he had all right. And on top of that, when he talked about doing it again, so he did. He sounded like he wanted to do he it. He's talking about going to fight anyway. Josh Taylor, but whatever. Right. So ultimately, when you look at it from the perspective of that fight's not going to go down again, and now they have the belts on the zone side. You know, Ryan is still with Oscar De La Hoya. You know, him and Eddie Hearn in the zone are, are clicked up. And then you know that Devin Haney is rolling with Eddie Hearn. So it, it makes sense for on a number of levels. That's why I really wasn't surprised by it when I looked at that whole promotional part of it. Like, it, it, it is what it is. So we could probably expect one of those two. They'll get a crack at Combosos probably come spring, depending on how they perform. Oh, because Ryan, you're saying yeah, Ryan, Ryan and Devin Haney on there, huh? Oh, yeah, because remember, Ryan Garcia is with Oscar De La Hoya and, and so, Golden Boy. And remember, Golden Boy works a works, lot with the zone. Yeah, they work. They're, they're pretty, okay, they're pretty okay, much okay. with the zone. Okay. Uh, when it comes to as far as distributing their I hope game. it ain't Ryan, bro. I hope right, don't so, get a shot. so at this point, you know the inside track is easily going to either Haney or Ryan. But we'll see who they end up lining up for Cambosos first. What you got on the queue? You 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 think do you like the 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 out? Uh, spoken um, Ryan Garcia and, and Devin no. Haney, especially when he no. has a fight well, no, coming no, up. Not Ryan Garcia, Devin Haney. He's been outspoken. So, and he's been, he's been wanting to at least you know they've been they've been going back and forth. But um, he's been wanting Devin Haney. I mean, he's been wanting one Ryan Garcia. You know, um, he you know I don't want. And plus, we've seen him in the fight. So with something when Ryan Garcia go to talking, I always go into the comments to see if anybody thinking what I'm thinking. That's what I like to do. It's fun. <laughs> and somebody, you know, and once I see somebody say what I'm thinking, then I then I fall back and go back to about my day. So I look, <laughs> look, look, and somebody was like, like, bro, don't act like you ain't just cancel your last two fights. <laughs> Where the hell are you coming from? How you feel like you just gonna come out and, 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 and fight for unification when you don't cancel two damn fights? No, we don't believe you. you need more people. Don't worry about it. You gotta work your way back up. That's how I feel, and that's how I feel. So I, I hope he not a lottery ticket winner, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if he is, I will be gladly watching, rooting for Cambosis, because I, I like Cambosis. He was yeah, he was I, very humble, and he didn't have to offer offer a, a rematch when it wasn't a rematch clause. You know what I'm saying? He could survey the land as he wants. He's the emperor, and I love that line. I'm right. not a king, 
I'm the emperor. Yeah, they, go they got four. Right, you got four I kings. Go I must be the countries emperor and and win and and take they take what they got. So I love that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I used to play Dynasty Warriors back in the days when I was, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying a young youth. He's the emperor. So so, last thing about this. Um, and and there's a, the the TO side of things. Uh, we can you know talk about um, you know, thirteen months training and and preparing for a fight, and it, it just wasn't smart. Nothing nothing was smart about this. Um, the way his team handled this with Cambosis, um, you know, you love to see an underdog story like that guy who 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 earned it. But I'm gonna go back to just the TO side of things. Um, because that's the, that's the biggest mystery. Like, you, a wise person learns from their enemies, learns from, from their opponents. You didn't learn your lesson with Lomachenko about a rematch clause. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, 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 the same thing you just did to Loma, but the difference is, Cambosis offered you a rematch, and you seemed a bit skittish about it. And I, and and I'll say this: one thing I loved about Tio is. I thought he was a dog that wanted all comers. And to his credit, I do understand business decisions. When your finances and your 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 financial mortality is lying in front of you, you got to make business decisions. And so another loss of Cambosis doesn't fit into the plans, financial plans anyway. Um, the question I have to you guys, and we can just move on. Where does Tio go from here? Does he go up to 140? Because I'll say this. If he's not going to fight Cambosis and he really can't make weight, I better never see him at 135 again. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think's next for T.O.? Go ahead, Q. His father, like in the same interview, Radio Raheem interview, he said that um, they're going to fight in February. And, and and the sad part about it is Bob Aaron looking at his chops because he got him now. You know what I'm saying? Because they were like, well, well we're going to go back. We shouldn't have been with. Um, who was it? The zone should have been with the zone. Um, Bob and he really top rank, really love us. And he, uh, we're gonna go back to them and we're gonna fight twice. We're gonna fight in February, then we're gonna fight Josh Taylor at 140. So I'm like, bro, this situation we talked about, I talked about last time. You don't want to be in a position where you're desperate because right now you're pretty desperate. And Bob Aaron finna do the know your clap, you know what I'm saying? He's gonna sit back and look at his chops because, bro, you know what I'm saying. I'm, Bob Aram seems like the house right now. You know what they say about the house? The house always win, baby. You know what right. I'm saying? And that's All where right. we at. And, then, you know, he didn't do himself no favors, man. And like I say, he hurt his fandom, man. He hurt his fandom. You went, my, and, and This is another point, man. Like the ninth, tenth round or whatever, like right before he dropped my man, they played that Ja Rule. I got a hundred, got a hundred clips. Cause I'm from New York. I'm from New York. Bro, like, ah, oh, they cheating. I felt like they were cheating. I'm like, bro, don't do that. Cause he's gonna come out and do something dirty. I just felt like they they they, they lifted him up. And he came, he came through, did what he did. You know what I'm saying? But they had whoever the DJ was, man, they did their thing. You know what I'm saying? They played a couple of anthems, you know, Air Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? They they what were they at the bar? No, they was at uh Madison Square Garden. Yeah. But either way it go, uh Ultimately, man, my man came. The emperor came through, man, like hurricanes do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, he did what he did. Brought the thunder from down under, man. I gotta, you gotta respect it, man. And I like how, the, I like how he even stood after my man came with the rant and talking about he won, had the hissy fit, and he was like, "Bro, look at your face." <laughs> 
again. He was like, come, come to us, come to Australia in front of 80,000 people. We can do it again. I, I believe the 80,000 people in Australia were like, yeah, I don't think. Right. <laughs> I'm going to head up north to 140, you know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, man. I believe um, – he got the skill to to uh come to bounce back and do his thing, man. So we'll we'll see. Ain't gonna ain't gonna rag him too bad, you know what I'm saying? Cause he, he you know he got it bad enough right now. But uh, what you, what what you got on Jay? What's next for Tio? Man, I'm gonna tell you. I think, I mean, he got served some humble pie, man. But I I'm one of those people of the mindset that I feel like he can bounce back. I think in boxing, man, we got to get rid of this notion that uh, uh oh. A loss. You know, O means that much in the sport of boxing. And to be honest, if, if we keep it a hundred, an O is something that some fighters actually need. Definitely. There are some fighters who honestly need to lose because, and I think T.O.'s one of them. I think this loss is going to benefit T.O. in so many different ways, and he's going to come back an even better fighter. A, we could sit there and say that he probably had too much ego. Going back to what we just said no in doubt. regards to not even not even having a rematch clause. Ten to two. Dude, I want ten to two every plus so, you know I beat that boy. Well, 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 you know he was lying because at first he said eleven to two. But go ahead, JD. Right, 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 right. So <laughs> on, on top, so you got a dude who's sitting there, you got all the belts, and you have no rematch clause. The way he fought, you knew there was ego involved in him thinking that he was gonna get him out of there real quick. And so I think when a fighter and, and I, I don't I don't want to sit here and act like I can't probably put myself in their shoes as a fighter because you grew you grow up since a kid literally hopping in a ring with the sole objective of knocking somebody out. And you're sitting there trying to avoid getting knocked out. So there has to be some level of psyche and you ultimately really believing in yourself if anybody's going to be a fighter. But I do think that when you take that first L, it can force you to go back to the drawing board. If you're T.O., now do you go back and watch this fight and do you listen to what your pop said? Do you now go back and do you watch what you did in the fight? Do you now sit back and say, okay, maybe I did overlook a fighter like Cambosos, right? So I now am in a position where I'm not going to take any of those things for granted, and now I'm going to come at this thing locked and loaded focus on every opponent from here on out. So I kind of think ultimately he goes up to 140. Like he said, I don't think he tries to squeeze down to 135 anymore. He can't afford any more losses. At the end of the day, I think ultimately he didn't want to, speaking of money, J-Box, I think he knew the big fights were there if he could get to them as far as lucrative fights. And I think he didn't want to restart at the bottom at 140 and try to work his way up to lucrative fights. And so now that you lost, I feel like he's going to go back to the drawing board and know that, hey, there's nothing else for me to do but to go to 140, maybe even 147 in another couple of years. If we're talking about if he's 24 at 140, by, one, by 27 years old, he'll be at 147. So ultimately, he might as well go ahead and rebuild his, his career at 140 and keep on moving up. But I, I think this loss helps him, and I see him going to 140 and, and trying to reestablish himself. You think he'd go from the bottom at 140? Because he, 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 they saying one fight and he'll fight Josh Taylor after that. Well, oh, that, that, that Josh front. Taylor fight, that Josh Taylor fight is out the window. Um, I, Bud's like, probably going to get Josh that Taylor one. Why would Josh Taylor want to fight him right now? Huh? Yeah, that, that I was thinking. Why yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen right now. I think, and if you're T.O. They just lost their bargaining power. And, and, but, but here's the thing, too. The thing we do have to salute T.O. on 
even though it came with ego, is he is the one lightweight or former lightweight now that was ready to fight everybody. And but Chilly, the thing Chilly is, while, while, while everybody know. while everybody else has been calculated as far as who they pick, trying to develop skill and get better, to your point, Q, he shouldn't do the Josh Taylor one this quick. I think I like to see T.O. slowly kind of work his way up to 140. And here's oh. why. I'm going to tell y'all why I think he should do that, too. Is because if he rushes, he's going to cross somebody just like him who's going to be squeezing down to 140. Who's really going to be somebody who should be at welterweight, and it's going to be another rough, rugged fight. It might be Josh Taylor. Hey. Like, Josh Taylor is 5'10", and he's about 5'10". Yeah, I think he's up there, but man, he's he not going to fight Josh Taylor. Yeah, that, that fight's that that, that, that not right. happening. No, I don't he, see it. Yeah, yeah that fight's not happening. I feel like he's looking for a pay. The thing about T.O. right now, which, uh, you know, I see even after he beat Lomachenko, I feel like he was looking for the biggest payday for the less risk, which which I ain't mad at him about, but it, it ain't about, it, it's not about proving they did the best anymore. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he probably feel like he done that when he beat Lomachenko. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like really proving it because I feel like Lomachenko would have lost to Devin Haney. Well, probably. I believe, I, I really believe Devin Haney pro- – I look at Devin Haney and say he could be a problem for me any, for any of those guys if he if he got his grill. If he got his grill, you know what I'm saying, he, he could outbox by any of them guys. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but I, I, I want to say something for, for the first time, man. You guys have provided the perfect segue to connect. Oh, well, beautiful. Beautiful. I, I, you, you guys did the moderator's job for him. So speaking of no, we talking about T.O. and all, you know, uh, we haven't even mentioned Javante. Connect the whiff, fellas. Does T.O.'s loss now open the floodgates at 135? And will now we will we now see all the top 135 pounders fight each other? So the first one of the proclaimed kings has lost. Gloves are off. You gotta go for what like you know. Was, the belts are out there, and it, it's not one of the four kings that uh, the, that that's the unified champion right now, right? So, connector with does this open the floodgates, and will we now see the top lightweights now face each other because of To's loss? Connector with, go ahead, JD. Hey man, that is a absolute connect, and I'm gonna tell you why it's a connect, man. Because I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm a Javante Tank Davis fan. And if there was only one fighter that I might have been a little bit worried about that could probably beat Tank at 135, it was T.O. It was T.O. Now, if T.O. is out of the way, bruh, the floodgates are open right now, bruh. You're going to have Tank Davis at Haney's fight knocking. You're going to have Tank at Ryan's fight knocking. Campbell, he going to be knocking at everybody's door now, man. So, Nah, I yeah, that's a connect, bro. It's wide open now. What you got on the queue? I think it, I think it, I think it uh, it helps out. It definitely helps out. You know what I'm saying? We're we're a lot closer than we were. I believe Tio was holding it for hostage, in my opinion. I feel I feel like he for the money. He wasn't really money. uh he wasn't ready to face all the comers, man. Like I said, he he uh, up until he got what he got, he was. But I just feel like um like he didn't want. I didn't, I really feel like he didn't really want to Devin Haney fight. Stylistically, I think it is a bad matchup for him. And what I just saw, you can get frustrated and be one dimensional. I feel like what I, if he find Devin Haney looking for the one punch knockout, he'll Devin get Haney it. Will school him. 
Nah, he was he'll get it. He got reach. <laughs> he'll get it. <laughs> he'll I mean, get he, it. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. You know, you but I'm just saying. It. I mean, I, you know, I, at the end of the I, day, I, I feel like Devin Haney jab, the, the long jab he got in his speed. He got good defense. I mean, you know, he had a lapse where he got caught. I feel like he learned from that. I I gotta see at this point. I had to see it to believe. It. I ain't right. giving it to you. They ain't, ain't, ain't gonna just give it to him. What? Well, that's perfect because y'all provide me all kind of segues. That brings that's me cool. to the next connector with. Connector with Devin Haney will KO JoJo Diaz. Go ahead, Q. Hell no. <laughs> I don't think he'll KO him. I will. It will be a blessing. I love to see it. I love to see it. Um, but I think he gonna he gonna he gonna um he he gonna school him. Man. I mean, for twelve rounds, he gonna school. Him. Before I, I kick, you know? before I kick this to JD, I'd just like to remind you all, we were talking about will we see an upset at the end of the year with all these fights? Ooh, and we said one. yes. And I think you kind of agreed with JD that said um, Yeah, that could it could be. It right, could right, be. right, right. This so, is, so, is going to be the one. All right, just, I, I, just I had just to guess, to but I mean, that's why I love boxing, brother. I don't want to be able to predict everything. Yeah, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I just want to throw that out there. JD, connect the whiff. Will Haney get the knockout against JoJo Diaz? Bruh, that's a <laughs> big old whiff, bro. I, I shouldn't Absolutely. even ask you. If you hey, <laughs> probably will knock out JoJo Simmons. Hey man, hey listen, that's a whiff. <laughs> that's a whiff. But man. I'm saying this much though. I do think, bro. I do think we still on upset alert, man. Ooh. I still think Saturday night college football we, just passed. Like, we Robert still on upset alert. Haney better be well, bro, because I can see us getting uh, back-to-back weeks with upsets. Oh, are you talking about two kings? We down two kings, huh? Maybe we might Good. be. Got an email champ and the and, and the unified champ. Ooh, yeah. hey, oh, hey, but, hey, but how crazy? How crazy would that be, fellas, if they really did lose back to back weeks? What? But you All know the what? The that they've been doing. How crazy I, would that be? I'm gonna send an email champ because that was TFMO called him. I don't. There, there, everybody. All the lightweights, really. Only one that wasn't really talking was Loma, and I and I appreciate that. Um, Loma was ready to fight, uh, but that brings me to something where I, you know, we're talking about unified champs, and before we move on, and and, and I want to give Q, you know, his credit for this. We always debate about fighters na- navigating their career. Q says, "Well, what if one of those guys steps in?" who isn't a marquee name and beats you what then and it has happened so credit to q for always mentioning that but that being said that almost happened a few months ago and a big rematch we're getting connector with you all are excited for jamel charlo versus brian castaño two in february go ahead jd hey that's a big connect for me man and that's a low-key under the radar big fight for boxing fans man going down in february because i know everybody remembers that fight that ended in a draw that a lot of observers felt that castaño should have won they really feel like he should have been walking away with the belts that night so i think that's a you know in this era of of fights where we get second fights and trilogies i love it because i expect it to be even better than the first one so I expect it to be a back and forth fight and we'll really see what kind of adjustments Jamel Charlo can make or if he just can't make adjustments. And that might be the end of his run uh, being the champ at 154. I'm, de- I'm definitely excited. I'm definitely excited for it, man. And um, you know, I was pulling for Charlo the first fight. I'm pulling for him again. 
And um, oh man, it, it just pissed me off so bad. It's just like this fight we just that we just had with TFMO feel like he lost, but he didn't want to rematch. And then the Figueroa Fulton fight, Fulton fight for the Super Featherweight uh, that happened that happened last night also, where Figueroa lost and he didn't want to rematch. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like after the draw for a unified title, you know what I'm saying? I felt like I, I, I was very upset that that uh, Charlo didn't call for the rematch. He was like, "Well, we'll see," and that just pissed me off straight up. You know what I'm saying? I just felt a certain way about that. I'm like, "How do you not want?" Let me go see. Let me take a vacation. I'm like, man, come on, bro. Like, this is history on the line. I don't think it ever been a 154 champ, 154 um, unified champ. Has it? Has four it belt in the four, four belt era. I, I, I don't know. Era? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm not sure. Either way, so, though, you know what I'm saying. It, it was, it was some type of history on the line, and um, I was very disappointed. So I was happy to see that that they finally came out and said they're going, they're going to have a fight in February. So, um. It's a connect for me, man. I'm very excited for that fight. Hey, and uh, shout out to to Charlo for taking that. I mean, it really wasn't no else from the go. And he's the Charlo that you know what I'm saying won't yeah. smoke that, that that I really respect. All right, no disrespect and, to and, other Charlo, but yeah, you don't want to fight everybody. Yeah, you and, and you know, but 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 I I I will say I agree with you about his response. It was a little um, cryptic in in nature, like. Or, or just guarded uh, to be more accurate to say, oh, we'll see when, you know, do you That's want a rematch? That, 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 it, that just, do you, do you want a rematch is an easy answer. That's a yes or no question. Not, right. not, not will you, now we do you have know, to go, go back and get the business straight, but yeah, I yeah, the, yeah. There's say paperwork. That, that. And, yeah. There's paperwork and things like that. But, um, but I, I'm happy to see it happening. And, you know, if, if, if there's anything, um, that we love in boxing um, is a great fight. If there's anything we love more, is a great rematch. So I'm definitely excited, man, and and I'm looking forward to it. Um, and hopefully we get a great fight, man. Because at the end we're just boxing fans love love to watch the sport and love doing what we're doing. So hopefully y'all love us like we like love y'all. This is boxing we vibe. Shout out to Javante Tank Davis hopping in the ring this weekend as well. We look forward hey, to seeing. We ain't talk about that fight, bro. We gotta get predictions about that fight, bro. What y'all think? Come on, now. we ain't want you to do that now. I mean, you can go ahead. We, we, we this is overtime now. You know, go ahead. What man, you, you listen, know? bro. We got we got to talk about Tank, man. Tank the man. Now. We got to we got to speak on that boy, man. So, I just want to know what y'all think. Do y'all think Tank gonna get KO number twenty five? You know what I'm saying? Or y'all think he? What do y'all think? The KO streak gonna end? I know y'all put it. I don't think anybody gonna feel like Tank gonna lose. Isaac Cruz, Pitbull. Us, you know what? You know what? I, I do. I, I'll tell you one thing. I do agree with that. Tank said, right? Everybody saw the whole Roly Romero thing coming down the pipe, and how they were supposed to be uh, set to fight. And Tank said something. And when I started to research Isaac Cruz, he actually was kind of right. He's like, you, he's like, you know what? People don't realize, but he's like, Isaac Cruz is actually a bit a, a tougher fight than Roly would have been. You know what I mean? And so when Close. you start to research him, he is ranked, I think, across all sanctioned bodies. I think he might be top ten in like most in like most of those top four sanctioned bodies. So he he's a reputable fighter. I think ultimately, I think Tank is going to get him out of there. And the only reason why I feel like Tank is going to get him out of there is because the way that Isaac Cruz fights is he's ready to go toe to toe. 
So any fighter that's ready to go toe-to-toe is tailor-made for Tank. So I, I think Tank will only be beaten by an exquisite boxer who's going to move around and avoid those bombs. So I, I kind of think ultimately he's going to get Isaac Cruz out of there probably in about the mid to late, late, late rounds. Yeah, and hopefully it's, hopefully it's a great fight. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too familiar um, which, so I don't want to speak on that too much because I wouldn't want to contradict myself and saying what I think is going to happen for a fighter I'm not familiar with. So um, all I can do is hope it's a great fight. And I'm <laughs> sound like you say he's going to get knocked out. Sound like you feel like Isaac Cruz going to get KO'd. Well, no, no. I'm just saying I don't just like Cambosis. I'd be lying if I say I've seen Cambosis fight. I've never seen. Right, so right. I can't necessarily be knowledgeable about right, right, I feel you. what I think is going to happen. All I could do is say, you know, Tank seems, you know, it's probably going to be the favorite. But um I don't know what kind of chin the guys has, just like Mario's Barrios. I, I I didn't know how good or bad the guy was. And so I'm always weary of any predictions or any, you know, thing with fighters. I'm, I, hey, I have, hey, I'm not what, familiar what, with. What, almost like the guy that Canelo from the fight. We don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Makabu? Makabu? Uh, hey, man. And shout out, to, shout out, shout out to the, uh, the, cinnamon, the cinnamon hive, man. Y'all, boy, y'all something else out here in these streets. Well, the cinnamon hive, we done been called hoes. You know what I'm saying? We don't mean called a whole lot of different uh, adjectives, adverbs. Oh man, I, it, it, listen, I, I, t- I told JD this right, um, and, and and this is over time. So hopefully, you know, I'll post this question to the YouTube world. You guys name me one fighter who's jumped up from this many weight classes, and his power has increased, and his knockout ratio and now he's become a knockout artist because one thing i've noticed about canelo he does it doesn't really jab anymore he just looks for the big shot and now he's relying on his power and so i just you know i'm interested to see if anybody can just point out a fighter who has been popped for steroids and they can just fully explain to me another fighter who has jumped up weight classes and look at their prior comments and say hey i'm not a true middleweight but all of a sudden you're not a true middleweight but you seem to be a true light heavyweight now you're jumping up into the cruiserweight. So I, I think uh, a lot of the Canelo fans get angry because we touch a nerve um, and they can't answer that question. So if they can, you know, shut us up. They, shut us up. We'd Amir love Khan. to. He fought, he fought Amir Khan. He fought Kalen Smith. He's, he he even fought uh, uh, Julio Chavez Jr., bro. Hey, listen. So the, the, commenter, the commenter that was out there that said that, I'm going to say something to you. This is just from J Box to you, man. You you are probably a very good person, and, and you like boxing, so you are already part of the family. That was the stupidest shit I ever heard. Did you really say Chavez Jr.? Maybe. He just got beat by a, yeah, uh, I mean, an MMA fighter. So, do we love you? Uh, this is coming from Boxing Vibes. If you're gonna oh. leave comments, y'all got to come better than that. I let the fellas have it from here on. Now listen, now now what I got to say. Let's rewind back to back to the Tank Davis fight. Tank Davis, Isaac Cruz, Pitbull, right? Let me get all the measurables. Let me give y'all some measurables about this fight that, that, that was that's something that you don't see much. Tank Davis is an inch taller than Isaac Cruz. He got a five and a half inch reach advantage. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> see the three and a half inches and see the eight and a half inches of reach. Five four and five five. Listen, Isaac Cruz gonna have to get in there like Swimwell, man. I don't know. I really it's gonna that would be a, that would be crazy for him to this would be a hell of an upset, I will say. If he was to come out with his win, it would be it'll be bigger than damn the one we just saw, in my opinion. But um, you know. Oh, 
Y'all want to say something about the figure fight, man? Shout, shout out to Cool Boy Steph, man. Cool Boy Steph, the, the Illa Def, you know what I'm saying? The Illa Def unified champ, man, straight up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, shout, shout out to Figueroa, man. Figueroa, Brandon Figueroa with the sexiest sister in boxing. Sexiest. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know what her name is. But all I know is, uh, y'all y'all remember her, the way in? At the way in, like she went viral. She went at the last way in because obviously she took all the attention from him. That's what, that's why I know who who he is. But he's you know they call him the heartbreaker. You know what I'm saying? The young young pretty boy. You know what I'm saying? Tall, fighting at one twenty two. He had a whole meltdown after the fight was over, saying he won. He don't want to rematch, but he won, and he probably gonna move up and wait. And um, you know everybody's seen it. You know him and Tio. Him and Tio must have texted each other. You know what I'm saying about their post fight speech, but uh, the bottom line is, it was, so he it was said his was similar. Fight. His was similar to Tio, huh? It was bad. Fight oh, your boy Jim Gray. That, that's that's what I want to talk to y'all about. Yeah, all right. It was showtime, right? It was showtime. Jim right? Gray. I finally felt what y'all felt because y'all were trying to defend Jim Gray. I was trying to defend him. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna be like my wife was like, oh, oh, he's trash. She said at first she was like, oh, because why, why, why my man was um. Why, uh, cool boy Steph, uh, Stephen Fulton was talking to Jim Gray. You know what I'm saying about about how the fight played out. Figueroa just came over there and went to whining about how he won the fight. He just came and damn to snatched the mic, bro, and was talking about how he won the fight and you lost and this and that, whatever. And my man was like, bro, it was a close fight, bro. He lost. It was a close fight. It was like, what you want? You want a rematch? Crickets. Don't want no damn rematch. You know what I'm saying? But he still want to go on about how he won the damn fight. And it was just crazy. Y'all get on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was an amazing night in boxing, unification box, and crybabies. That should be one of my favorite favorite chewing gums, my favorite candies back in the days, man. It was almost like a, uh, you get somebody as a prank, you know what I'm saying? But then like, you chew them long enough, they get sweet. You know what I'm saying? It was a bunch of crybabies out last night, man. And that's what we had going on, man. I just want, just want to share that. You know, and um, that's all I got, fellas. That's all I got. All right, it's boxing vibes, baby. You got anything left, JD? Nah, man. We 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 get it. We killed it. Let's get it. All right, and that's our time, man. Boxing vibes. We out. We out. <laughs>